Okay, today's daf is Erevin daf Gimel. We are on the bottom line of days in the days. So let's just recap some of what we did yesterday. We, we uh, opened up with the Mishnah, and the Mishnah tells us you have Machlekes, Rabbi Yehuda, and the Tanakhama regarding how high you can have this Kaira. This Kaira was this crossbeam right in front of the, uh, the entranceway to your Mavoy, to your alleyway, and the question was how high up can this be? So we assumed, and this was yesterday's daf, that the, the, what, are we, what are we looking for here? Well, if you have a, uh, an area that's walled off on three sides, it's, it's, there's three walls surrounding it, doesn't have a fourth wall, so, halachically, midaraisa, according to most Rishonim, it's a Rishos Hayachid. However, there was a concern you're going to walk out. You might confuse this with uh, a regular highway Rishos Harabim. So, therefore, you have to do something. So, Daf Bays and Erevin, what were we trying to do? We were trying to make it look like a Pesach. We were trying to make it look like uh, an entranceway. Okay, it has to be a Pesach. So, now let's figure out, let's take a journey and try to figure out where or what do we know about the measurements of a Pesach. So, the first opinion was that we have to look in Chomish. And we have Machlekes. According to the Chachamim, we go with what the Pesach calls the Heichal. The, Heichal, the Pesach Heichal was 20 Amas high. That was one opinion. And we tried to figure out how Rabbi Yehuda would learn that you learn enough from the Ulam, you have 40 Amas high. That's the maximum height of this Kaira. That is the first way how to learn the Machlekes, Rabbi Yehuda, and the Chacham. We had a second way that, although it's true, the Chacham learned enough from the Heichal, the way Rav Chista explains, that in the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda, it has nothing to do with don't look in Chumash for uh, size, measurements of how much a Pesach is. Ask your contractor. Oh, we found that the entranceway to Kings was a very high, 40, 50 Amasai, 100 Amasai maybe. So that's, that's our definition of Pesach. And in a few minutes, we're going to discuss a third way of how to learn our Mishnah. So the Gemara says like this. Now we're still with the assumption that Chacham are learning it out from the Heichal. The same with the Heichal was only 20 amas high, and, it, and it's called a Pesach. That means if they would have made it higher, it would not have been called a Pesach. So therefore, it had to be uh, only 20 amas high. So the Gemara says, Alamiyata. Now that you're telling me, according to the Chachamim, so bottom line, and we're going to the top line of Gimel and Aleph, you're telling me, according to the Chachamim, that the only, uh, the only when it's within 20 amas is it called a Pesach. Le'itihani le'amaltara. An amaltara should not work. An amaltara is some type of design that they would put on top of the, the, uh, you know, the beams. We'll, we'll see exactly what this means. Either means they have like, images of birds, or they actually had bird nests, or fancy wood planks on top, of the, on top of the doorway. Now, what does this do? It causes one's eyes to look up. You'll notice it. But either way, like Tahanilea Maltara. Now, Maltara shouldn't work to allow one to put an air of, to put a kaira very high. Why? The Heichel Amaltara Havile. The Heichel had a Amaltara. It had a, a design on top of the, the entranceway. And still, when the Torah says you have to make a Pesach to the Heichel entranceway, how high were they able to go? Only Esrim Amahud to Gavaya. They're only able to go 20 Amas high. So, what does that show you? That shows me that even if there's an Amaltara that would cause one's eye to look up, and you would assume maybe I can make it even higher, still the Heichel was only allowed to be 20 amas high. So if it's true that the Chachamim are learning out the, the size for a Pesach from the Heichel, an Amatra should not work. So fine, Amatra should not work. Then why is it, hold on. The Tanan, Chamesh Amatra Shel Meila. There were five Amatras, which sounds like uh, wooden beams, Hayu Agabov on top of the Ulam, Zulam Alamizu, the Zulam We're going to see in a moment, we're going to bring a source that there's a, an opinion that holds 
that even when it's very high in the air, a kaira, a cross beam, if you have an amaltra, you have a special design causing one's eyes to look there, it's fine. It will be a kasher, kasher erev. So the Gemara asks, you see that the heichal had chamesh amaltras, and still it was only able to be 20 amas high. So the Gemara says, hold on a second. What are you asking me, Akasha, from this Mishnah and Midas? Read it again. The Mishnah said, Chamesh Amaltra Shamela Hayal Gabov, and it seems like it's talking about the Ulam. Dilma Kitania Hi Damaltra's Bulam Tanya. Maybe this design was only on the Ulam. I think I sent out a picture of the, uh, the, uh, the design, but it's only on the Ulam. The Ulam was the, uh, the antechamber, the outdoor, and that was 40 amas high, uh, that entranceway. So, who told you that we have a raya from, from here that the heichel also had a maltra? Someone says, Hi, my kosher, Dilma Tavnis, Hechel, Ketavnis, Ulam. Maybe they made it the same way, the same way they had an amaltra, this image on top of the, on top of the um, Ulam. They had this image on top of the heichel as well. Did I send the picture? I thought I did. Okay. Here, if you have an art school, it's the uh, footnote four. There's this picture of beams on top of the uh, one. Okay. So the Gemara says, Alama Omar, Rabbi La Omar Rav. So we have two coolers that Rabbi La said in the name of Rav. And we'll see how this Gemara, it's a long kasha, but it's not a complicated question. So Alama Omar, Rabbi La Omar Rav, Arba. Let's say you had a beam, so you have your Kaira. The Kaira is that one of the first pictures I sent was you have your Lechi. Your Lechi has. You have, sorry, you have a mavi. The mavi is this alleyway, and you have entrance to the alleyway. So we said, in order for it to be uh, to be kosher, you have to put either a lechi or a kaira. So the kaira is this cross beam in the front of your driveway, in the front of your. Uh, and want to see this picture? Yeah, the cross beam in front, right? Now, the the Rabbi Lai says the name of Rav Rechava Arba. Let's see, it's the beam is four tefachim wide, so it's a wide beam. You can purchase it in Home Depot. It's a very wide beam. Afa Baria, but it's not a strong beam. It's not very strong. We're going to see that halachically, in order for the beam to be considered a kasher kaira, it has to be able to hold a brick, the the weight of a brick. Otherwise, it's it's flimsy. No one's going to notice it. Whatever, just not considered a strong kaira. However, if it's four tefachim wide, so you can't miss it, you know, 12 inches wide, so even if it's uh, very thin and it's a piece of junk, but still, you can't miss it, no problem. That's heter number one. Another heter, the miyeshla amaltara, let's say this beam has an amaltara, let's say this, we'll, we'll use the term design. There's something fancy about this beam. Let's say it's above 20 amas, you don't have to take it down. So what does it sound like? It sounds like something to do with my eyes uh, looking up and, and seeing this beam, right? You tell me if it's four tefachim wide, it's good. That's one halacha. Another halacha is that if there's an amaltra, this is the design. And even though the Mishnah, opening Mishnah says, you might, you have to make a lower. Oh, that's only talking about when it's a standard old beam, unfinished, nothing fancy about it. However, if you have an amaltra, you have something fancy about this beam, we'll see what the amaltra is in a moment, then it's allowed to be above 20 amas from the ground. So what's the kasha? The kasha is, let's go back to the beginning of Daf Gimel, if the heichel also had an amaltra, yet it's only called a Pesach, and it was only 20 amas high, so who told you that all of a sudden, if there's an amaltra, there's some fancy design, it could even be higher than 20 amas. If you're learning out, if a are learning out the 
the maximum size of a Pesach from the Heichel, the Heichel also had an Amaltara, and still the maximum size of the Heichel was 20 Amas. So who told you that, that it's called a Pesach when it's a, more than 20 Amas? Who told you that? Maybe even if you have an Amaltara, it's still not called a Pesach. Now we're still working with the assumption that in order for me to matter this fourth wall, I have three walls and, and an entranceway, if it's called a Pesach, I, then I, that, that's my Eruv. We're going to call it, that's my Mechitza. If it's called a Pesach, how do I define a Pesach? We said only up to 20 Amas high, okay? So the Gemara says, Amrav Yosef, Amaltara Masnisi. You're right, but this Amaltara is Machlikis. It's a Machlikis. I'm sorry, it's a Brisa. And therefore, you're asking a Kasha on Rav. Rav says, Really, it's not really Rav himself. Rav was quoting an earlier source, so it's not a Kasha on Rav. So the Gemara says, Who taught this? Mankatanila. Who taught this Brisa that if you have a beam, with the fancy amaltara, it's kosher even if it's above 20 amas. I'm rabbiya. Vachama braid the rabba ravulakatanila. So chama braid the rabba taught it. So it must be that it's a it's a genuine brisa, and therefore if it's a genuine brisa, it's a heavy amaltara masnisan. It takes you the rab. So if the amaltara is in fact a good brisa, so then how could a rab come and argue and say that that the chamim learn out the height of the of the kaira from the Heichel, when yet Amaltara is fine, and it's above 20 Amas. So we're back to square one. So the Gemara says, Amalach Rav, Dalana Mehecha. Take me out of this whole conversation. Why? Because Masnitsin Mila Kashna, this was Aaron's question yesterday. So look at our Mishnayis. Did we have a Machlekes yesterday? The Bryce has said, we'll just quote from yesterday, Mavu Shugavai Meser Mama, Yoyser Mi Pischa Shel Heichel So one Mishnah, one Bryce has said, that the 20 Amas come from the, the concept of the Heichel. You have to take it down. So what do we see from here? That the Chama clearly are learning out their halacha from the Pesach of the Heichel. Yet, as we started today's daf, the Heichel had a Maltara, and still it was only called the Pesach when it was up to 20 Amas high. Elamayas loch lemeimer, what are you going to tell me? Tanoi. It's a machlekes in the Tanoim. What's the machlekes? Do we even have to go to the Mishkan to, or Beisamit to try to figure out the size of the Pesach? According to one man, the Amar, yes, we have to figure out from the size of the uh, of 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 the uh, of the the other man says no we don't have anything to do with the size of the hechon perhaps that's why an amaltra works and we, so he says tanoi so the gemara is gonna gonna get into in a moment what exactly is the svara behind the twenty amas if you don't have if you're not learning out from the hechon where do you get twenty amas from so let's see not from my rav let's say rav didn't come into our conversation mas mas you wouldn't have any question regarding our Mishnayis. Why? Because you assumed we're learning from the Heichel. Forget about the Heichel. Rav mentioned it. Let's ignore Rav for a moment. Let's start Masechta's Erevin one more time. Mavui, uh, right? If you have a Mavui, Shugavoy, Lamala, Meser, Rama, Yemayit. If it's above 20 Amis, the Kairi, you got to take it down. Why? Don't tell me Heichel. Not new Heichel. Why? Let's see. Uh, why do you even put a kaira in the first place? Oh, I'm putting a kaira up there because you need a hacker. I have to make sure I remind myself this is not my typical street. Either there's a concern I'm going to walk out with something because I'm so used to my bungalow county, I'm going to walk you know, to the main road, so I need to put something at the, at the entranceway, or I might confuse this path this street, which has a mavoi, which is a mavoi, with another street. So I'm trying to do something at the entranceway, mishum hekera, for a hacker. Okay? So when I'm doing something for a hacker, 
then it makes sense. 20 amos, people will remember it. You put it up 100 feet in the air, nobody's going to see it. So therefore, there won't be a heck. Right? Nothing to do with the hecha. So I, the Baisa said, if I had the Ketani Yasser, it said that if it's higher than the Pesach of the hecha, you have to take it down. Simona ba'ama. Stop, you just gave a simon ba'ama, right? The example, someone talk, talks, wants to talk about a shir revius. Whatever, he's learning the halachas of, 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 of Tumba Vitahara. And he uses the terminology shir revius on the same amount you need for a cup of kiddush. What does it do with a cup of kiddush? Nothing. I'm just, it's just a way to remember. So, therefore, the way to remember how high uh, a, a Cairo uh, is, and if it's too high, we learn it out from, we, we use the term mipischa shohecho. So, now we have three reasons. Let's go back to the Mishnah. Three reasons, three potential. Uh, uh, points of dispute between Rabbi Yehud and the Chacham. Three, uh, three, three uh, options. Option number one, we need to go look, look in Chumash for what is, is uh, defined as a Pesach, either 20 Amas or 40 Amas, either the Hecha or the Ulam. That's option number one. Option number two, according to the Chacham, yes, we learn from the Hecha. According to Rabbi Yehud, what is the Hecha? We'll just go ask your contractor how high is your typical, is, is, is the biggest doorway you could find. Third option, if we're getting to now, which is going to also bring in the concept, the discussion of Mesat Sukkah, is it depends what my eye is going to see. If, and, and it's all about a simon. So it's a hacker. So the Chum say, up until 20 Amos, people will see it. And it could be Rabbi Yehuda holds. No, people will still see it, even if it's above uh, 30, 40 Amos, 50 Amos. According to Rabbi Yehuda, you will not have to make it lower. If, there, if you're looking for a hacker, isn't it much better hacker than the Lashley as opposed, as opposed to the Mogwai? The Lashley... You mean a Kaira? Okay, but what if some, some guy is parked over there and I walk on the other side and I'm not going to see it, right? You, you could have... Okay, so according to Beisham, I need both. According to, according to Hillel, one or the other. You're right? He did something. But a good, good point. The Kaira, you would say, is in your face. It's, like, you know, it's, uh, it's across the whole um, entranceway. Okay, so the Gemara says, Rav Nachman Yitzhak, now, Rav Nachman Yitzhak, uh, it would be good if he did not hold a rabba. Why? Because if he held like rabba, which we're going to say in a moment, Dama rabba. Rabba says, now we're getting to sukkah. It says, What do we see from there? That a person has to, when he sits in the sukkah, you should know das, yet have das, that I'm sitting in the sukkah. So, when your schach is within 20 amas of the ground, then you look up, you see the schach, you know you're sitting in a sukkah. But that your eyes won't, won't see it. Your eyes don't typically gaze at something that's 20 amas high. So, you see by sukkah, you have the same achlikes. Now, the truth is, if we were writing the Gemara, we would say, perfect. Same exact machlekes. Great way to explain it. The same way by sukkah. Uh, halacha is it can't be above 20 amas. Why? Because a person's not going to be able to see it. It's all about the hecker. So to the chamsei by Erevin, by a kaira. If it's above 20 amas, I won't be able to see it. And therefore, you have to, you have to take it down. Beautiful. However, the Gemara is Akasha. Ipluku betarti lemeli. Why do you have to have to see it? It's so obvious that this is a machlekes. Why do you need to repeat yourself? Either say it by sukkah and I'll know by Erevin, or say it by Erevin and I'll know by sukkah. Why do you have to say both? So the Gemara says, Tricha, I need both. If you only told me by sukkah, I would have said, come Rabbi Yehuda, Kevendili Yeshiva Avida Shalta Be'ena. What do people do in the sukkah? They sit there, they're schmoozing, they're eating, they're spending a few hours there. At some point, they're going to space out, you know, during the speech, they're going to look up and they're going to see schach. 
So it's much easier to understand Rabbi Huda's opinion that even if it's 40 amas high, at some point you're going to look up and you're going to see the sach. However, if a person's walking to shul, he's walking quickly, he's not going to necessarily look up 40 amas. Uh, maybe he would agree to the Rabbanan that 20 amas is the maximum. That's only, only there they have to be machmir, has to be within 20 amas. Maybe by sukkah, they would agree to Rabbi Huda since people will look up eventually. So tzricha, we needed to Bring down the machlekes, both by Shabbos, by uh, by a, by a kaira and a mavoi, and by sukkah as well. So my amaltera, what was this amaltera that we kept on talking about? So Rav Chama braided out. Right. You're saying, but if this, <laughs> it's interesting. Good. Right. According to Nachman Yitzchak, if this is it, it's obvious machlekes uh, about about hacker. Right. It also gets into the discussion of what is the point of the kaira or the lechi. Is it mishum hakeira or is it mishum mechitza? Are you doing something else? Are you physically doing something by putting a beam there? Maybe uh, the wall comes down, you're doing something? Or is it just a hacker, right? A warning tape. Is that really what, what Chazal wanted? So if you're going with the hacker, then it makes sense. I'm not trying to make a Pesach. What do you bring me Pesachim from, from, uh, from Chumash regarding Pesach? I don't care about Pesach. I'm trying to make a hacker. I just need warning tape in front of the mavoi. You know, don't carry. It wouldn't be a Pesach. Yeah. So maybe, that, maybe the Lachi itself is called the Pesach. That's enough. By, by putting the post there, I'm just showing that this is an entranceway. Right? That's if you see a gated, a gated area, a that's playground, that, right? That would be a Hecker then. A... Right, if you see a playground. So... But, you, but you're changing the structure. And so he, doing something. It's a combination of the Hecker as a result right. of the change in structure. Okay, all good points. We'll see. We're going to see throughout the, the first few prakim many different ways that, that shows it's an entranceway, different hekerim. We have uh, the jutting walls. We'll get to that soon. So my amaltara, we mentioned this concept of an amaltara. So what's this amaltara? Chama braid the baravua amar. He says, kine, it's a it's bird nest. It's pieces of wood, of cedar wood, that are these long, long wood, and the uh, long pieces of wood. And the jutting out of the wall, beautiful pieces. Okay. Now, Mad Amar Piske de Arz are the one who says it's birds or birds' nests. So, I'm sorry, Piske de Arz are the, the cedar planks. So, Kolshkein Kine. For sure, if people are going to notice pieces of fancy uh, tile or beams, for sure they're going to notice birds or nests. So, Mad Amar Kine, the one who says is talking about birds' nest, Ava Piske de Arz, they like. Maybe the nicer wood. People are not going to notice the nicer wood. Unless you tell them, they're not going to notice it. So only when it has something like birds, that would be considered um, a maltara. Now, because it's very long. He's saying that the cedar wood is enough to be a hecker because they're very long. So the Gemara says, hold on. Schach is very long. You could have a huge sukkah, a very long schach. And still, it's not kosher if it's higher than 20 amas, even though, why not? I'll look up and I'll see these long schach. Why the long cedar plank is that, yes, and not the schach? It's not just that it's long, it's because it's chosher, it's expensive. It's like color, people talk about it. You know, uh, you know everyone's gonna be talking about the fancy uh, wood on top of the entranceway to this mobile, or the fancy wood on top of the, uh, the base middle. So people talk about this, that's a, a maltara. Okay. A maltra, so we'll get to that in the south of Sukkah. We'll talk about a maltra. Pashtas, it does work by a maltra in Sukkah. There's even a shot. Every stock is a maltra? No, if the whole maltra was the size, so then that's the Gorn's Kasha. So every schach has that size. 
But if you if a matzah is about chashivas, if you have a chash of a thing, perhaps the, the Gemara talks and Sukkah talks about if your schach hits the uh, hits the wall, so you, you follow the wall, you hit the schach, could be it's fine. There are many chasidish uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, courts that they have this uh, these these huge sukkahs which are above twenty amas. I think they're relying on that. Maybe it's not 20 hours. I don't know. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get to them set the sukkah. There's another shayla that comes up regarding Hanukkah. Right, if that's the reason. Right, right. There's also a discussion regarding Hanukkah. Hanukkah also, Barsumi Nisa, the, the Akhwarian talk about this. Can't, what if a person has uh, Hanukkah, Hanukkah candles really high? Lubavitch, uh, you know, the candles really high. It's, it's, it's above 20 hours, but everybody sees it. It's huge. Everybody sees the, uh, the big menorah. So can you make a bracha on that? Okay, so we'll get we'll get to that one day. Next, interesting halacha. Okay, so now we have a case where imagine you have your beam going across the entranceway to your driveway to your to your alleyway, but let's assume the beam is uh, a foot a foot uh, thick. Okay, but only the bottom part of it is within twenty amas. So you literally measure and you put it exactly, you know, a little, a little underneath the 20 amma line, but it's hanging out, hanging above 20 ammas. Okay. So we can get a picture. I'm sure you could, could, could picture that. So what do we do? Or you have another case. Let's say you have schach and it's the, the, the beginning of your mat is, or the, let's say you're using bamboo sticks, you have a whole pile, but the bottom layer is within 20 ammas. The top layers are above 20 ammas. So what's the halacha? So I'm a rabba. Rabba says the mavoi kasher, and a mavoi it's fine. The sukkah puzzle. By a sukkah, it seems like you have to have all the schach within 20 amas. By a mavoi, as long as part of the beam is within 20 uh, amas from the ground, you're good to go. Now, what will be the rationale behind it? I would assume that when it comes to the mavoi, or even, I'm saying, what will be the svar to say that, that these are fine? Because if I have, if all I have to do is see it, well, I can see it. What's the difference if there's more above it I'm gonna. I see the beam. It's within 20 amas. My eye, my eye will catch it. So let's see. So my shlom b'mavi the kasher. Why by mavi you're saying it's kasher? That I mean we say kolish. Kolish means we literally slice off, or you know theoretically slice off the the top half of the beam. Whatever's above 20 amas, you take it away, in your in your, you know figuratively, and I'm still left with a good beam, with a beam that's within 20 uh, within 20 amas of the ground, and I have a good karu, uh, 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 a good kaira. So the Gemara says, okay, okay, if you're saying kolosh, so sukanami lema kolosh. So say this in the matter of schach. Let's you have tons of uh, shrub and everything else. So take off, the, theoretically, take off the top half. You're, you're, you're left with schach that's within 20 amas from the ground. Why don't we say the same thing? Sukanami lema kolosh. So the Gemara says, e kolshat. If you do it, havali chamasim rubmitzilas. If you do it, you're going to end up having more sun than shade. Because there's two ways to learn this. The simple way of learning it is that if you only had the bottom layer, you wouldn't have enough schach. So it would be puzzle. The other way Toysus learns is how he passed in the halacha. It means I'm concerned that, that if that it's going to fall away, if you only have that last piece and that, that's barely getting you, getting you over that hump, what if a few of those pieces fall off? You're going to end up in a situation where the bottom layer has more sun than shade. So there's a concern, right? And that's how we pass it. Either way, we're saying that sukkah is worse than a mavoi. So the Gemara says, Hachanami, why don't we say the same thing? Ikal shat, when it comes to the mavoi, if you, in your imagination, you slice off 
the, the beam from whatever's above the 20 amos, have a lekoi when he tells Ruch. So he left the very thin uh, beam. That beam is something hanitelos baruach, something that is taken up by the wind, and it's not considered a good beam, and it's not halacha, it's not a good kaira. So you're still left the same way you told me I'm, I'm gonna have a problem uh, with the schach. So too, I have a problem with the beam. What do we say? So we have like two jumps in our imagination. Number one, we slice off the top. Anything that's above 20 amos, we say, get it out of here. And then whatever's remaining, we, we view it as if it's strong as a shvudin shamatechas, a metal spit. So it's your shawarma spit going across. It's a strong piece of metal, and it's not going to fly away in the wind. So the Gemara says, Hachanami, if you're able to do all these, uh, you're manufacturing it in your brain, so the same thing, that uh, my, my shade is, uh, is, is more than the sun, the bottom layer of my schach. Why don't we say the same thing? So I'll tell you a different answer. Sukkah is owned by a yachid. Every person has a sukkah in his house. So then, loy mitkar. Person's not going to remember. And therefore, if some of the schach would fall off, right? So this person has tons of schach. Some of the schach is kosher because it's within 20 amos. Some of the schach is possible. So really, it's midaraisa, that's fine. There's a concern some pieces are going to fall off during Yantif. And then he's not going to remember. And what's he left with? He has good schach. He has more, sh- more shade than sun. But the bottom layer is missing pieces. That's within 20 amos. He doesn't have kosher schach within 20 amos. He's going to forget. But Mavoy de la Rabim, Mavoy is owned by the Rabim, Midkare Adadi. It's in public, people are going to remind each other that, by the way, it's missing a piece. So it makes sense to allow the. Uh, we're not so concerned when it comes to the Rabim versus when it comes to the Yachad. Ravina Amar, Ravina says, Sukkah de Raisa, when the Sukkah is de Raisa, us, right, you have to you miss the rice of, of sitting in the sukkah. Then we're momachmer, chmir be'rabanan. Mavoy, de'rabanan, the whole thing is de'rabanan, meaning it's really a rishos You're telling me oh, there's a concern, I might carry outside, so I need a kaira. I have a kaira. It's, it's a little bit above, uh, below, eh, don't worry about it. Lo'yachmir be'rabanan. De'rabanan said, no problem. As long as some part of it is within 20 amos, you're good to go. The whole thing is misham heker, you have a heker. Okay, now we have an interesting Gemara because the Gemara goes the opposite. He took Rabba's Shita and he changed it around. This is one of the more famous uh, lines in the Gemara here. So I'm a Rabba. When it comes to a Mavoy, it's Pasal. That if part of the Mavoy is within 20 Amas and the rest of it is above, it's Pasal. But by Sukkah, Kshera. And we go through the whole thing again. We say, take off the top, and you still have a thin layer of sach remaining. So the mavoi nami lay meklosh. One say the same thing by the mavoi. Slice on the top of the beam. You left with a thin beam, no problem. So the mavoi he calls shot. Have a likar and he tells beruach. Well, if you do it, you can end up with a very thin layer of wood, and it's going to be uh, t- uh, blown away in the wind. So the gemara says nami he calls shot. If you take away the top part of the schach, have a lechamasa meruv mitzilasa ela karchach nasa silasa mirchamasa. In lamdus we could say that uh, since right now the shade is more than the sun, and well, no problem. So the Gemara says, if it's true, so what will be the difference between the Mavoy and the Sukkah? Either way, we could figure out a way to say that whatever will be left, we could imagine as if it's very strong, as if it's very thick. So why don't we say that it's kosher both by Sukkah and by Mavis? Sukkah is owned by an individual. A person takes responsibility for his own things. But Mavoy is owned by the Rabbim. The whole neighborhood owns it. 
They're relying on each other. No one's going to get it done. The army in Shi, because people that people say, you have a pot that's owned by partners. Chamima never gets hot. Because when the guy turns it on to get hot, he leaves. His friend comes in with the boil under his watch, so he makes it lower. And you're never going to get hot water because. It's never go- because no one's going to take care of it. And you see this in life. Sometimes you have, uh, I don't know, you see my shopper's table, say, because someone passed me the salad. No one's going to do it. You ask someone to do it, they'll do it because you asked them. So, right, you have your group chats. Anybody uh, available? 50 people, nobody says yes, right? You call one or two guys, you'll probably get it done. It's easier to do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. Just by the way, this, so how do we pass them? The Gemara doesn't get into which one's correct, which Svar is correct. Do we say that but Robin? They're, they're mitkariyadadi, they remind each other. Or do we say that that partnerships, they never get it done. So there are two sources that we pass in with both of these. One of them is a famous sheet of the Gra. The Gra asked, and it's brought down in the Binyan scene as well, why don't we, uh, how are we allowed to lane Shirashirim or Kahelas uh, on the Yom Taivim even when they fall out on Shabbos? Shouldn't there be a concern? Shema Yavi Renu Dal Amas B'Shosarabim. There's a halacha by Megillah. Megillah says to Purim fall down on Shabbos. We, we don't lane Purim, we don't lane the Megillah on Shabbos. We lane on Sunday because you might carry it. So how are we allowed to lane Shirashirim and the Gra holds the lane from a cloth, make brachas. Most, most shuls don't make brachas in it. So why is there no concern for, you might, and the girl goes on to ask, I think it's in Maiserav, what about laning? Every Shabbos, how can you lane? Maybe you're going to forget how to lane, you're going to go to your Rebbe, you're going to carry Dalat Amos. How can you lane every Shabbos? So he says, because Kriyas Atayra and the Kriyas of the, of the Megillus, Rus and the Kahelas, Shirashirim, they are Chiv on the Tzibar. And at Tzibar, they, they remind each other not to carry. Kiyas Shaifer or Kriyas on Megillah, it's not a din on the tzibur. It's din on the yachad. Every yachad has a chiv to hear the megillah. Megillah Esther. Every yachad has a, has a chiv to hear shayfer. So that by a yachad, he might end up carrying, as opposed to the tzibur. So that's one one place you find this halacha. Another place you find the other tzad, hilchas mezuzah. So the gemara in Yuma tells us that a person has a chiv to check his mezuzah twice every seven years. We're learning out a smachta from the pesukim miyamim yamima that a person should should check his tzol uh, mezuzahs. So there, the gemara tells us that a mezuzah is the rabim. You check it twice every 50 years. Why? So, the, because other, Rashi explains, because since it's owned by many people, that's a mezuzah, the Rami have an entranceway to the city. If you tell people they have to check it twice every seven years, it's not, it's not going to happen. Because the same thing, Kedera de Beishutvi, everyone's going to rely on someone else. Twice every 50 years, okay, someone, someone will do it, hopefully. But if, if you, he said, if you put too much on the tzibar, they're not going to accomplish it. See, it's interesting, you find both of these svaras. Uh, brought down the halacha. Okay. Ravina Amar, Ravina says a different tetaritz, sukkah, daraisa, loy, boy, chizuk, sukkah, daraisa. We don't need to make xeros. But mavoy, derabanon, boy, chizuk, you will need to make xeros, midrabanon. Now, my, my havila, how do we paskin regarding the shiloh? We have some parts of the kaira or some part of the, of the schach within 20 amas, and the rest is above it. Rabba barav, ulo, amar, zeva, zeva, puzzle. They're both puzzle. You have to have the entire beam within 20 amas. You have to have all your schach within 20 amas. And Rav Amar Zev is a kosher. This is how we paskin. Either one of these would be kosher. Why? Because as the Gemara says, Gimel Mabez, Chalal Sukkotnan. When the Mishnah talks about 20 amas, it's talking about the space between the floor and the schach. Chalal Mabotan. didn't tell me the space between the floor and the top of the schach. It's talking about the, the, the hollow part. That's 20 amas. So as long as some of the schach is already within 20 amas of the ground, you're good. As long as some of the beam is within uh, 20 amas of the ground, you are good to go. I'm going to lay a pup of the rubber. Is it a light or a Because if you say Tessa, it goes So I see the bottom of it. Why can't I see the bottom of it? So it's a riot of Hecker. Oh, you think I'm going to say it's a riot of Hecker? Why don't I say it's a Pesach? 
Probably and more, right? Probably like, um, where's our pictures, right? Yeah, you know, I don't know why the Gemara doesn't bring it as a raya. You're right. The Gemara should have started with Hegel and those other things. It should be a good raya. But the Gemara is not really concerned on, on the truth. Is the Gemara is not trying to figure out definition. We know really it's fine. The question was, Gezeros. Is there a Gezeros? As we said, that maybe you know, let's say by the schach, the top is going to fall off. You're not going to have more shade than sun, right? So is that really? Is there a concern for that? And then we're saying no. There's no concern. I Meaning, guess halachically. Yeah, the mother is going to fall off, or some would slice well, off the top. Right, so it could be, but Rabbanon, that was one sheet that we had at Ravina said, right? Ravina said, uh, the Rabbanon, uh, uh, like Gazer, right? The whole thing's Rabbanon. Good. Amalera, Papa the Rava. Tanya de Mesailach, I have a brysa that's a proof to you. Mavoy shehu gavoya me'asr ma'ama, yoyser mi'pischoy shel hechol, yemait, and ve'hechol gufa chalol yasr ma'ama. So similar to what we were saying, that the hollow, the, the 20 amas of the hechol, we said the Pesach of the hechol was 20 amas, that meant there was space from the ground to the lintel was 20 amas. So you see, we're talking about Dafka 20 amas. What would they do? So it sounds like that um, you should put a kaira from the svas esrim, the lip of 20 amas, lamata going down. So it sounds like you start from 20 amas and you lower it towards, towards the 19 amas yard, towards the 19 amas yard, uh, line, right? So that's a raya. The whole thing has to be within 20 amas. So the says, no, ema ulamala. It means you put it up ulamala and it could go higher than that. So the says, ulamala It said, you put it up 20 amas and you lower it down. So when, we, when the Bible says lamata, it's not talking about the beam anymore. We're done with the beam. Take the beam, put it within 20 amas of the ground, across, you're good to go. Then it says ulamata. What does ulamata mean? The minimum share is the same as the maximum share. What does that mean? The same when we say, what's the highest the kaira could be? And it still be kosher? 20 amas, right? That means 20 amas. When we say the minimum size for, uh, for a kaira has to be 10 tfachim uh, high, because otherwise, it would, uh, you know, you, you would just bump into it. It has to be 10 tefachim high in order for it to be a good kaira. So it means you have to have 10 tefachim of space between the kaira and the floor. So let's see, it's 35 inches. That means 10 tefachim from the ground to the kaira. Not 10 tefachim from the ground to the top of the kaira. To the bottom of the kaira, the halal, the hollow. That's what we're talking about. Okay. So through the first daf and a half, we've been discussing amois. How many amois tefachim? So now we're going to take a little... Uh, Side, uh, you know, uh, side route here, what, and, and get into it. What exactly is an ama? What's a tefach? So let's see. So today we'll, we'll just focus on the amos, and tomorrow we'll get into some of the, the halachas of, of tefach. So Amar Abayah Mishmei Rav Nachman, ama sukkah. When the Mishnayos talk about ama, when it comes to a sukkah, the amos mavoi. Now our masechta, the amos of a mavoi, that's ba ama bas chamisha. It's talking about an ama that's made up of five tefachim. Okay, so an ama is really from your elbow to, your, to, the, to the top of your middle finger. But how do you, how do you size it up? The size of five, uh, I'm sorry, yeah, bas uh, chamisha, five tfachim, so five uh, fists, that is the size of an ama. So let's say 20, uh, you know, 10 amas high, or 20, let's say 20 amas high, so it would be 100 
tvachim would be the maximum size of your of your mavoi. However, when it comes to amas kalayim, when it comes to kalayim, we'll get we'll see what this means. That's ba'ama bashisha. When it comes to the halachas of kalayim, there it's referring to an ama that's made of six tvachim. Okay, now amas mavoi ba'am. Now it seems interesting that we have two different shurim. You, you always assume an ama is an ama. Now we're saying, no, it depends what we're talking about. Sometimes an ama is so, uh, one size, sometimes an ama is a different size. So the Gemara says, Amas Amas So where do we see, what do we care about? When do we talk about the ama of, of a mavoi? That five tvachim, which halachas? So the Gemara says, Lagaivoi, will appear test mavoi. When it comes to the height, when it comes to a pure test mavoi, we said that let's say you have a pure test that's greater than 10 amas. Uh, that's too big for an entranceway. So when we say ten amos, we're going to measure ten amos times the five tefah, which is which is a chumrah, right? That means only. That means let's see, measuring ten amos. So you have two options. You can use uh, the five tefah size, which would be fifty tefachim, or the six tefah, every sixty tefachim. So the fifty tefachim is going to be more machmer than the sixty one. So when it comes to a mavoi, when it comes to a sukkah, we go with the sh- the, the the chumrah chamisha tefachim. I now, so, so hold on. So over here, what are we trying to say? Just a little more background. The Gemara doesn't say this explicitly, but you'll see if you read the Gemara, you'll see what it's saying here. That we are always machmer when it comes to amos. We're always machmer. So when I'm dealing with the minimum size of a of a of a break in the wall, I'm going to use the small shear of amma. At, at that point, I'm not allowed to have a mavi anymore, right? I have the small shear, ten a ten amma. Break in the wall, it's called a pirza. We're going to measure it with five tvachim amos. At that point, after 50 tvachim, I no longer can make an eruv. I no longer can have a mechitza. That's called, that's a chumrah when it comes to the size of the amos. Okay, so we listed two cases where measuring the amma using the five tefach measurement ends up being a chumrah, the height. Once it's above 20 amos, it's pasol. Oh, 20 amos, we're going with the five tefach. We're going to six, six tefach, I have a, little, a few more inches to go up. So the Gemara says, There's a discussion that only a mavoi that has the the uh, the dalid by dalid amos size. So we talk about the alleyways, right? Let's say a person has a, has a space where it's an alleyway, but there's not much room. He has a Brooklyn house, and he, he wants to make a he'll do a mavoi. He'll, he'll view it as a mavoi, put a post or a kaira. And should that work? So it depends. It has to be a minimum size of an alleyway. What's the minimum size? Dalid by dalid amos. Okay. Now, what if it doesn't have dalid by dalid amos? You can't use a mo- you can't use a lechi. You can't use a kaira. It doesn't work. So here, to hit that size, if I use the five tefach size, it's a kula because I'll hit it before I hit the six tefach size. So you see, make a mesh amos kula. So I found you a case where you told me I always use uh, amos mavoi is ba'amabas hamisha. And you're telling me it's always l'chumra. Not true. I found you a case of mavoi that if I use the five tefach system, I'll be more meiko. So the Gemara says, ah, He holds that this concept, that a mavoi has to be dal by dal amos before you could use a lechi or a kaira, not true. He holds that it has to be four tefachim. So we never, we never have to deal with a kula of amos when it comes to mavoi. Viboy seima ba'arba amos. Could be you're right. Really? By a mavoi, it has to be dal by dal amos. So I, why did the Gemara say amos mavoi? Anytime we deal with an ama and a mavoi, it's always talking about bas chamisha, the smaller shear for an ama. Roiv amos kama. We're saying most of the time. You found one case where we would have to be more machmir and use six tefach, you're right. Okay. What about sukkah? 
Ama sukkah ba'ama bas chamisha l'may hilchasa. We said that the ama when he measures a sukkah is also talking about a five tefach ama, a smaller shear for an ama. L'may hilchasa. Which halachas would this come up in? So the well, first of all, a goyva, the height. We know that the schach can't be above twenty amas from the ground. So how are you going to measure your twenty amas? A hundred tefachim only use the five tefach system, not the six tefach system. And with doifin akuma for a bent wall. So. Daifin Akuma is interesting uh, halacha and sukkah. Just briefly, this comes up, let's say you have a, uh, a sukkah in your house. So many people have this. They have a retractable roof in their kitchen, in their den or something. And they want to use the walls of their house. But often, the roof is not <laughs> right on top of the wall. So I sent the picture. So, so what they'll do is they'll put schach in the middle. And they'll make sure they have with, that the walls are within dalad amos of the schach. So, Let's say Dalaramus is about six feet. So you could go up until here. You can still have your wall here. So next, uh, next sukkah is like a prime deli sukkah. So prime deli sukkah, there's the, the prime deli restaurant wall. There's the, there's the awning, which is a few feet out. Then you have schach. So that awning is called doifin akuma. We, we view it as a bent wall. And luckily it's fine. Now, how far from, from the wall could the schach be? When, when, the wall, when we're viewing the wall is bent, Dalaramus. Okay, so over there, we're only going to use the smaller shear of Dalat Amos, the Chumrah. Can't go all the way out. Only uh, five Tvachim. It's only 20 Tvachim. Five times four. Not six times four. Okay. So, so you're telling me that every time we deal with Sukkah, the Amos are always going to be Le uh, Chumrah. I'll find you a case where the Amos would be a Kula. Oimarani, Rabbi quotes himself, So the halacha is that a person has to have a, a bias, right? When, when, you have to have a room. When you're, when you're building a sukkah for yourself, what's the minimum size of a room? So let's look at Halchas Mezuzah. When you put a mezuzah in your house, what's the minimum size for a room to be chayav mezuzah? According to all the Paiskim and Gemaras, forget about the exceptions of a Kidegar, but it has to be dalid by dalid amas, right? Four by four amas. So Rabbi says the same thing applies to a sukkah. A sukkah has to be dalid by dalid amas. We're going to say the sheet of Chum in a second. Four by four amas. Now, if I'm measuring, am I yoitza by sitting in the sukkah? Well, if I use a small shear, I'll be yoitza at, you know, at uh, much quicker, at 20 tvachim by 20 tvachim, I'll be yoitza. If I use the big shear, I need 24 by tw- 24 tvachim. So you see a case of amas being more mekel by sukkah, that that by using the smaller shear, I'm going to be more mekel, and I'm yoitza my sukkah with only a 20 tvachim by 20 tvachim. So the Gemara says, first of all, kirabanan, they hold it to rabbanan. The army, they hold this, how we pass, and I feel it in a mazekes, el roishiv rube When it comes to a sukkah, you don't need dalad by dalad amas. Why? Because sukkah is not a bias when it comes to mezuzah. There, by mezuzah, you need a kvias. It has to be your house. By sukkah, it's called a diras aray. It's a temporary living place. You do not need dalad by dalad. All you need to have is, a person could hold is roishiv rube v'shechane, your head, most of your body, and a little table, which we say is, is seven tvachim by seven tvachim. It's kasher. And therefore, they never use the measurement of Dalar Amos by Dalar Amos. The same answer, and Rebbe is saying, he's not talking about all the cases of Amos, he's talking about Amos. Okay, so for the next Gemara, we're just going to need the pictures. Not a complicated Gemara at all. If you have the pictures, uh, pictures are worth, uh, what's it, a, a million words. Okay, now we said Amos Kalayim. Yeah, the Amos of the Kalayim. So it's the final picture with the, uh, the agriculture. So, so we said when it comes to Kalayim, we're, we're more 
the six Amos, you have to use a six Tefach Amos in order to create four Amos. So, Lekarchas HaKerem, Velimchol HaKerem. So, Allah is like this. The, the, the Chumash tells us that a person cannot plant seed, uh, which means vegetables or, or, uh, or, or grain in the same field as, as vine, as, uh, as grapes. You gotta plant trees. We have this in the, in recently in Seth Shabbos. But not ve- vegetables or seeds. You cannot plant that in the same vin- in, in a vineyard. It's called kliyakarim, kliyim, kliyakarim. So the question is, what if you made space inside your field? Is that called planting it together? So let's see. The Mishnah in Klein tells like this: The Tanam in the Mishnah, karachas akarim. Now karacha means like a bold spot. So imagine a bold spot in a field, karachas akarim. So how much do we need a space in, in, in a bigger field? You have a big vineyard, and there's a space in between, a little inside that's not growing any vines. How big does it have to be to be viewed as a separate entity? We want to say that this bold spot in the vineyard is not called a vineyard. You're allowed to plant whatever you want there. So, I need to have 24 amos on each time, you know, a big square of 24 amos. Then I'm allowed to. Uh, plant over there. Basil, I mean, Basil will say that no, I don't need 24 amos. All I need is sheish esrei amos. I need 16 amos. So if you see, all, if you all see the pictures, so you have your vegetation, and you need a certain amount of space in between the uh, the vineyard in order for you to plant. Now, mechol is like a circle. So uh, surrounding the vineyard, how much does that have to be for you to start planting? Surrounding the vineyard, beisham amim sheish esrei amos, 16 amos. So Basil, I mean, shtayim. You need to have just 12 amas. So you have a vineyard. Unfortunately, the middle got destroyed. So if you don't have 16 amas in between the two rows, you can't bring seeds there. You know how to plant there. It's a isser of Klaya Karim. If you have 16 amas in between the two rows, then noisin like Kedeavadasa. First, you have to leave space. Kedeavadasa, which is enough to bring your plow in, which we'll call Dalat Amos. The Zerea as Amos, you're allowed to plant in the middle of that. So, you, so basically, you make yourself an aisle, a space for you to go with your cows, with your plow. And then after you have that space, you're allowed to plant your seeds, and it's not considered uh, klaya karam. The eza mechol karam. What's the mechol? The circle around it. So vein karam lagader. So between the, the vineyard and the fence. So you used to have a fence. You have a fence surrounding the vineyard. So ain't sham shteim If you don't have twelve amos daily, you can't plant. I don't have twelve amos in between the fence and the and the vineyard. However, if I have 12 Amos there, so then the whole point of the 12 Amos is very simple, just not to get into the Mishnahis here, but uh, basically each field needs its four Amos to be able to work in it. So you have four Amos for the vineyard, then you have uh, to work the vineyard, then you have your four Amos of vegetation, then you have another four Amos on the other side to be able to access the surrounding plants. So if I have 12 Amos there, then I could do it. You could plant the rest. Okay, so that's the that's a case where Amos, we want to be machmir. When I tell you need four Amos space, I want the maximum amount of space. So which Amos am I going to use? Six Tvachim. Very good. So, so when we say Klaya Kerem, is Besheish Tvachim. So the Gemara says, okay, Va'ikar Ritzufim Ba'aba Amos, Dilakula. I found you a case of Ritzufim. We'll see what that means. That there we measure with Arba Amos, and it's a Kula. If not, I'm going to a mission like this. So the way it worked is that you would have rows of, 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 uh, of grapevines, and together that, that makes something called a kerem. The Pasuk uses the term kerem. So kerem means a vineyard. How do we define vineyard? So Rab Shimon Oimer in a kerem. If I planted and I did not leave Dalid Amos, 
between each row of vines. That is not called a vineyard. And Sixerus Akasa, that there's no problem. You let to plant seeds over there. But Cham Maimrim, Cham say no, Kerem. We still consider it a vineyard. Veroinus and Soim Kilu Enam. What? The person, the person uh, you know, was, was, uh, was trying to pack it in there. So let's ignore the middle row. Imagine you have three rows of, of, uh, of vines. And you didn't leave space between row number one and row number two. You didn't leave too much space. So we figured we take out row number two. And in between row number one and row number three, you have Da'anamas. We can still call it a Kerem. So what do you see from here? That we're going to measure with Da'anamas. And six Tvachim is going to be... Uh, six Tvachim is going to be Lakula. That we're telling, uh, we're telling you that if I, I'm sorry, if I have Arba Amas of six Tvachim, it's going to be more Makel. That's going to say that, that, that even if it's, let, let's say your, your Arba Amas of, of six Tvachim is, is 20, 24 Tvachim. So what, let's say it's within 23 Tvachim. I'm going to say this is not called a Kerem. And I'm allowed to plant here. If I use the five tefachama, once I have 20 tefachim uh, of space, I can't plant seeds there. So I have a 23 tefach space between vine number one and vine number two. If I go with the amos of five tefachim, I can't plant anymore. It will be a chumrah. If I go with the amos of six tefachim, I can still plant here because it's not that amos in between. It's only 23 tefachim. It will be a kula. So I found you a case. Of Arba Amos by Klein that the sixth tefach is Lakula. So the Gemara says, Kirabon and Dami have the First of all, Ravnachim go with the Rabbanon that this is called a Karim, and therefore you're never going to have to measure it. He holds the Krab Shimon that you could plant, however, the same terrace we had before. The Roiv Amos Kama, when we say that Klein, that the Amos are always measured with six, it doesn't mean always, it means most of the time. Most of the time we're going to measure with six tefachim. You found the case where it'll be a Kula, you're right, in that case we'll measure with five, but I was just saying a general rule that will count with six tefachim when it comes to Kalayim. Okay, Yashar Koyach.